0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Rick Ucchino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. My Lord, is it Monday already? Good gravy. Where did the weekend go? I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I did. Got to unplug for a little bit. But I'll tell you what, SP3, you know how you're getting old? When you go bowling and then the next morning, you can't move a muscle. Your back hurts. Your knee hurts. Your shoulder's popping out of socket. For the love of God, I'm only 33. God bless
0: you. God bless you. you, you you're you <laughs> acting like you just had a whole football game. and. All you did was throw a ball down a lane. Come on, get it I together, did, Rick.
1: This is supposed to be the sport for fat people, right? Like, you don't you don't need to be an athlete to be a good bowler? Hell, I dropped a 246 rolling off the couch, not bowling in three damn years. Part of the problem, I think, was like I kept bending down for the kids, right? So like it was, it was the first time we took the kids out bowling. So I'm up, I'm down, I'm chasing Rebecca all over the freaking bowling alley. I had to do that, part of it, I think. But still, yeah. man. <sighs> I got to start exercising more. I got to start doing something. Same here. Same here. That's one of of them wake up calls, man. It's one of those wake up calls because I want to be in the kind of shape at 76 that Vince McMahon apparently is in at 76. And I say that because apparently this man is going to wrestle at WrestleMania. That is multiple reports. It's written down on the internal sheet. Of course, plans change, pal. Cards subject to change. But there's a reason Vincent Kennedy McMahon is going on Pat McAfee's show this coming Thursday. Apparently, Vince was scrolling through YouTube, saw the setup for Pat McAfee and Adam Cole, and went, That was good. We should do that again. If this is the replacement match for Shane McMahon, if this is the, the primetime matchup, it's like, Well, Shane, we can't get Shane. I'll damn it. I'll do it. Oh, boy. We'll talk about that. Uh, The apparent main events for night one and night two. Excuse me. WrestleMania Saturday. WrestleMania Sunday are now set. Uh, Some news on The Undertaker's induction into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, Johnny Knoxville is back in WWE, picking up his feud with Sami Zayn and the WWE and Universal Championships are going to be unified. We have all of that and so much to get into on this abbreviated episode. I say abbreviated because Sid is making me close this thing off as soon as the Euphoria season. Is it the season finale tonight? Is that what it is? Season
0: two finale Euphoria is the show everyone must watch. You feel like you're on on an acid trip. Yes, absolutely. It's Uh, It's on HBO Max. Go out of your way to watch it. It's Monday morning. The new episode is out. So after you're done watching Believe It Pro Wrestling, go watch. If please God, FESCO don't die, don't, <laughs> die. don't die or get arrested, FESCO. Please.
1: Oh, uh, see everybody keeps talking about that dang show, and I'm thinking, you know what? I just finished up Peacemaker. Maybe I, maybe I could go and and try to get invested in. This. Dude, I said after Peacemaker
0: and then getting into Euphoria, I was like, yo, HBO Max is my app. That's my new. <laughs> that's my new favorite app because Peacemaker is the funniest series anyone God. can watch and euphoria is just the most dramatic and best acting on hbo max so it's a nice influx. plus i'm a huge entourage fan it's got the whole eight seasons of entourage i've been watching yeah, that you. so plenty of great stuff on hbo
1: and maybe there's more stuff coming to hbo max mm-hmm. We might be talking about that as well coming up mm-hmm. but Oh, i still miss football i'm not ready I'm, I'm i'm ready for the off season right like i'm, I'm ready for free agency to start that's just a, a couple of weeks away because i desperately miss football that season is over but basketball is in full swing both pro and college hoops we're on the eve here of march madness and from latest odds player performance props where the next coach fired is going to land bet online is your number one spot for all of your betting needs head on over to the website use your mobile devices to sign up today receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe to get started that is b-l-e-a-v and it's not just basketball bet online is your source for hockey boxing ufc odds it's the best in the business for all of it—sports, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online, your number one online wagering destination. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online is where the game starts, and we gotta start today. SP three with the fact that w- Vince McMahon is about to lace up them boots. One more time at age seventy-six, it's almost like he's taken the philosophy of I will never ask you. Remember that backstage scene with Gronk when Gronk was supposed to fly off the, the the thing or whatever, WrestleMania 36 inside the Thunderdome and Vince that viral video of Vince jumping off and showing him, Hey, it ain't it ain't no thing. Apparently Vince is taking this philosophy of I will never ask you to do something that I wouldn't do myself. And is going, All right, well, if I'm going to get stone cold Steve Austin back in the ring at 57 years old, I'm going to do it at 76 and force his hand maybe. I don't know, but this just seems so out of left field. And and apparently it's going to be Pat McAfee. Like I guess I guess my question is why? Why? why SP3. Why?
0: I said, I already told you guys why when the Shane McMahon thing happened. I told y'all, this company doesn't have a lot of options for part-time stars or legends to return. There is no no option. Uh, It doesn't seem like there's an option for The Rock, because now reports are saying that we might not even get it at WrestleMania 39, so we could throw that out the equation. Stone Cold Steve Austin still seems to be up in the air. That's a great hook. That's one great hook, but that's just one. The Undertaker is another hook, but he's going into the Hall of Fame. He's not going to wrestle. You needed a star to return for this matchup for Shane McMahon. So I understand in Vince's mind, what does Vince do when the ratings go down? What does the Vince do when, you know, uh, they're going up against a huge Monday night football game? This is something that they did for two decades. They throw a McMahon on their TV. (laughs) Shane, Stephanie, Linda, Vince, it's all the McMahon, Triple H now, a member of the McMahon family. They always think the solution is a McMahon. So if one McMahon is out of WrestleMania, you can guarantee another McMahon was going to replace him. I'm not that surprised. I understand why people are a little confused with their mind state and their decision making. I'm not because, like I said all the time, ladies and gentlemen, I wear my Vince hat. So I understand, <laughs> and Vince is mine. The only one, the only one who's a big enough star to replace my son is, is me. God damn it. It's me. So, you know, it's honestly not surprising.
1: Oh my gosh. I honestly think I would have preferred Stephanie. You bring Stephanie out for some kind of angle with, yeah, that might've been the only other way we would have gotten a one-on-one, you know, like women's match on this card, which is another thing we're going to talk about. Cause Sasha Banks ain't getting one. Naomi ain't getting one. We'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit. But when you, even when you think about that, the two most likely candidates to be in that match would be Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. And they're, both in your title matches. So Stephanie is kind of off the table and who knows if that's something that she would even want to do um, at this point. She's
0: never been good at singles matches. Yeah, Um, not really. I mean, the only one that was decent was Brie Bella. And that took her being away from the ring for a decade before she was able to do that. So, yeah. yeah, if Stephanie McMahon was coming back, it would most likely be with Triple H in some type of mixed tag match. It's This is the only person WWE could bring in for a singles match. It's not the most ideal person, but it's literally the only person. Because Ric Flair ain't having a match. Hulk Hogan ain't having a match. If Vince McMahon, who's about the same age as those two, uh, is the only one who seems that, that says that. And he's capable of returning to the ring. It makes sense to WWE.
1: I'm not entirely sold that he's going to be the one in this match. To be completely honest with you, but uh, we'll get back to that uh, at the five count. And again, who knows if if this is actually going to come to fruition? Because as they say, plans change. But it, it certainly has people talking, and and hey. that's that that's the whole point, man. That
0: is the uh, whole point. I wouldn't mind him not being in this match, but if they're going to build this match as Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee, anything that we don't get otherwise, if we don't get that otherwise and they do some type of angle, it's not going to satisfy the fans because they did this nearly 10 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. Remember WrestleMania 26, Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon, and they had a really good lead up to that matchup too. And then all it was was a a big angle with the hearts beating up McMahon. And everyone says it's one of the worst WrestleMania matches of all time. So if they're going in with the idea that they are promoting Vince McMahon for a match, they better have a great idea to bring Smoke and Mirrors to make that possible. Because if it's just something where Vince stands out of the ring and Austin Theory wrestles with Pat McAfee and then Vince comes in the ring for the finish, people are going to criticize that
1: we shall see again we'll we'll uh we'll bring back up vince versus pat mcafee coming up here in the five count speaking of wrestlemania the main event matches are set or at least we so think they are going to be uh ronda and charlotte has been announced for wrestlemania saturday that has not been named as the main event but i find it very hard to believe that they would put both women's championship matches on saturday and yeah, no other match I think on 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 WrestleMania Saturday is going to main event, so that's going to be your main event. And then of course Roman and Brock, the biggest match ever, SP three is going to close WrestleMania Sunday. That seemed to be a duh. Um, I already know your your thoughts. You you think they they nailed these right?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent right. Like I I, I understand. There's Bianca Belair fans. There's Becky Lynch fans. They're like, oh my God, the story. They're the only two women that have main evented a WrestleMania. We must be one, one main event. One we, main event. We're one main Winners. event of, of WrestleMania. Oh my Winners. God, it's such a great, it's such a great story. Guess what? Becky Lynch wouldn't be in the main event if it wasn't for Ronda Rousey. Bianca Belair wouldn't be in the main event if she wasn't African American. I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it, and it's been said. Go ahead, Rick.
1: Oh, my Lord almighty. Look, I understand we don't have a long enough show to argue about the the first point that you said, and I'm not going to touch the second thing that you said, um, but I get it. I understand Rhonda's the big, the big star, the big mainstream attraction, and that's going to trump whatever the best story is. I personally would have left this as a a competition, as an option to see which one the fans were more invested in, but that's me not putting my Vince McMahon hat on. That's me not caring about the casual fans. That's me caring about the hardcore audience, which is something that uh, the wwe doesn't really give a flying crap about so yeah all right i guess yeah, go, it, go, go, gonna... watch on,
0: go watch on wednesdays if you want something for hardcore wrestling fans like come <laughs> on man like y'all need to yeah like, i i i've been saying this a lot on a lot of the stuff i done view wwe and base it on wwe stop basing stuff on because AEW caters to us hardcore wrestling fans guess what you had 20 years of examples that wwe doesn't give a crap about us hardcore wrestling fans so stop, stop hoping that they come up with something for you they sometimes throw you a bone becky lynch being in the main event of wrestlemania when it was always going to be ronda rousey and charlotte flair that's throwing y'all a bone kofi mania that's throwing y'all a bone Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks we all wanted them the main event Wrestlemania and don't don't get fooled by what I just said Bianca Belair is incredibly talented and everybody and their mama if you know wrestling would see that she deserved to be in the main event of Wrestlemania I am talking about from WWE's perspective the only reason Becky was in a main event and won a main event is Rousey was a mainstream star that they wanted to put in a main event for over a year and the only reason Bianca Belair was in there because they were like Man, we kind of got our hands tied. It's two nights of WrestleMania, two African American women. Everybody's gonna say we're a so let's put them on night one and close out the night. Good shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the the two night WrestleMania does this is one of the benefits, right? Where you can reward four or even more talents, uh and and have two legit WrestleMania nights. This is what WrestleMania made events. This is one of the things that I really like about the two night set. Um Again, I, I I'm not going to argue with it. I'm not I'm not pissed off at it. I'm not mad about it. It is going to be interesting to see where Becky and Bianca fall. My guess is they would be the match right maybe the second match before Roman and Brock on on Sat on Sunday. They'll probably have something stupid kind of break in between, maybe something short. Maybe Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee right in between the two title main events on Sunday night. It'll be interesting to see where they fall in the car, but I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to argue. There's there's too much other crap going on in the world and going on in my life for me to sit here and 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 just ram it down your throat that Becky and, and Bianca should be the obvious main event because it's not the obvious main event, but I would have liked to have seen them wait just a little bit longer, maybe give it a chance to see, but that's just me thinking for the fans. That's just me thinking for the fans. Uh, literally 60 seconds before we hit record on this episode, this news broke. Ah, uh, Russell votes on Twitter says that the Undertaker will not be a solo inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame, even though it was considered. Which is something that I brought up as a possibility and a you know something that I thought would have been really really nice. And if anybody's going to do it, you know he's one of these Mount Rushmore kind of guys. But SP three, you feel a certain way about that? Considering we we kind of already saw his solo induction.
0: We, we've already seen it. Like we had a whole we had a whole retirement a fake retirement at wrestlemania 33 we got to see him come back we got a, another re- we got the end of an era before that we got the end of the streak like how many times do you, you got the whole retirement ceremony at summer of survivor series 2020 uh, like how many times do you need to see a whole bunch of wrestlers or the fans celebrate the undertaker he's going to have this moment he's going to have the most time at the WWE Hall of Fame, asking for him to inductee was just too much. And I understand his importance to WWE, his importance to the wrestling industry. No one will ever deny any of that. But we have passed the point of no return on celebrating The Undertaker. Yes, he deserves all this celebrating for what he did for this company. But to make him a solo inductee, that's where I draw the line. That's where I'm like, now now y'all going ham. Now y'all doing too much. Y'all doing too much.
1: And and that's the thing. It's like they've really kind of beat his retirement like a dead horse. They just keep browbeating the fans. Yes. Hey, look how great The Undertaker was. Look how great The Undertaker was. Hey, y'all, remember how great The Undertaker was? I know we haven't really been great at building new stars and new icons within the last 20 years, but look how great and how awesome The Undertaker was and everything is so fantastic. Undertaker! Every, honestly, my, I hear that gong now and I roll my eyes. They're all they're doing him a disservice more than they're honoring yeah. him at this point.
0: My my big thing is that the last couple of years like killed any interest in me seeing the Undertaker inducted to the Hall of Fame because like he had all this stretch where he was, you know, toying with retirement and then not doing it and coming back and then not doing it. But when you look at it a whole you, documentary really, on it. They did a five-part five, a five a eight part documentary on this man on the WWE Network. But look at his last three or four years with this company. Who did he job to? Who did he really put over? Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Two people that didn't need it. That didn't need it. This man first. And Dale Oso, no, year after he ended his streak. Like, y'all are celebrating this man. Like, oh, my God, he's done so much. He's made so many stars. No, he hasn't. The last star this man made was Brock Lesnar in 2002. Come on, y'all, pay attention. Is anyone else watching what I'm watching?
1: I, I am. We may disagree, Thank but you, I'm, I'm Thank you. I'm, I'm I with appreciate you. you I mean, we, we, oh. we, we, don't, we don't see eye to eye very often, and I don't think we're gonna see eye to eye a lot on this show. But yeah, man, no, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% with you. The Taker love has just been too damn much, and honestly, like it's made it's kind of because what takers last match was wrestlemania 36 boneyard match you knew he was retired in and you knew you were probably going to induct him in texas so why did we have to do the whole big thing you know i get under 30 years of the undertaker and this then the other thing but it's like you're gonna find every little every little anniversary and it was like oh now it's it's been 40 years since hell in a cell and this that We're going to be seeing that. We're going to continue to see The Undertaker.
0: Honestly, Honestly, years
1: and years and years. If the 2020 Survivor Series
0: was like the 2021 Survivor Series where they celebrated someone and they didn't show up, maybe I'd be more into The Undertaker being inducted to the Hall of Fame. If I didn't see him show up for that and they just celebrated him did like they did for The Rock last year at Survivor Series, maybe I'd be interested in seeing him in the Hall of Fame. I have zero interest. will
1: not be watching it i'll I'll tell you what the the one thing that also makes me care less about the undertaker is everybody who still gets excited for the undertaker everybody out there who's like oh my god michelle mccool is is got or is is, is at the royal rumble so is the undertaker the undertaker is going to be in the royal rumble no dude bro's just there to watch his wife work like, no shit, Undertaker's gonna be backstage at the Royal Rumble because Michelle McCool's at the Royal Rumble. Like, it's like, it's like every news site who's out there writing this shit. Like, my God.
0: It's like they just lose their logical brain when it comes to The Undertaker. Like, for so many years, when I'm like, yo, just keep, retire, don't be Undertaker anymore, be under Michelle McCool. Just stay at home, <laughs> do that do that people are like no but i'm going to wrestlemania and i want to see his entrance like he can't make his entrance and retire and not wrestle again like they they don't they can't make that connection that he can be retired not wrestle ever again and make an entrance that's all you want to see is his freaking entrance so why does he have to wrestle you haven't enjoyed him wrestling it's so long it's all about the entrance and they will fool themselves into thinking that means I want to see his entry. That means I want to see him wrestle. I, God, I have to see the undertaker. The Undertaker's coming back. Like that's how they make their connection. That's point a to point C and how they get it all together. And it just baffles my freaking mind.
1: And here's the thing. They're going to retire him. It's going to be this whole great big thing. And then judging by the way, this WrestleMania card is setting up this year. We can see The Undertaker at WrestleMania 40. Who freaking knows? But, oh, my God. we're, we're uh, there's, there's
0: just so like much. The, the so Hall much. of Fame is one of the most arbitrary things. It's literally who does Vince McMahon want to call this year and who does Man McMahon want to bury the hatchet with or who does Vince McMahon still talk to? That's literally how they decide Who's going into the Hall of Fame? It's not based on credentials. It's not based on accolades. It's not based on what you did for the business. It's not based on what you did for WWE. It's not even a physical place. Why do people make such a big deal about it? I don't I, get it. I stopped, I, caring, I stopped caring about the Hall of Fame like three or four years ago, and I don't watch it anymore. I haven't watched the Hall of Fame in quite some time, and the only reason I did in the last four years is when Bret Hart got jumped.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll actually be at the – I'll actually be at the Hall of Fame ceremony this year, and I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to go and watch it in person. Like I think that's like something you just got to do one time in your life. Uh, so I'm, you know, it's gonna be the Undertaker. I'll be there to watch it in Dallas, and yeah, I'll be, I'll be interested in it. But uh, I just hope it's the last time we see or hear or ever have the name Undertaker mentioned for a very, very long time. SP3, I ask you one question: What is more important than peace of mind? Nothing. Nothing I say. And that is what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all of the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 a month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com believe, or use promo code BLEAV to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month free. It is also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. It's time to answer the five count on the Believe Podcast Network. All right, the five biggest questions coming out of the weekend. It's the staple here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Make sure to hit the like button. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. You have no idea how much that really, really helps us and helps grow our audience, so we really appreciate all you guys. Even if you hate us, hammer the like button anyway. Do us a favor. All right. We spent a majority of the show talking about Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Apparently that is the plan heading into WrestleMania 38. How low we set in this bar, SP3. You got Vince McMahon, 76 years old. You got Pat McAfee, who is a world-class athlete. One of the all-time great punters in the NFL. A great talk show host, but a broadcaster by trade nowadays. He's had all of two matches uh, in, in his career. Both very good, but both included Adam Cole. This is 76-year-old Vince McMahon who's going to be his opponent in a one-on-one matchup. How low are we setting this bar? I
0: mean, I don't know if I can set it any lower than what most people are saying, and it not even happening. <laughs> like, like, I think that I think that that's the lowest this bar will go. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna set it right there that it happens. <laughs> that's the bar that I that I am setting for Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee. It's going to happen we were going to see physical interaction between Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee at WrestleMania 38.
1: All right. So here's what I'm going to do with this bar. I'm going to set the bar aside. I'm going to go get a shovel. I am going to dig a three foot trench and I'm going to put the bar Down inside that three foot trench and buried. That is how low my expectations are for this, because I am fully expecting shenanigans on this. I am expecting WWE to use Vince McMahon coming back to wrestle to get the headlines, to get talked about, to get. You know uh, the the New York Times writing about it and this that and the other thing get all the mainstream media coverage and to help sell tickets, right? Because they're still trying to pack a hundred thousand people two nights into Jerry's World. That's why Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be coming back. I'm surprised, honestly, they haven't announced his damn match already so they can start advertising it. Like, what the hell are you waiting for, Vince McMahon? Same damn thing. I'm not. I, if, I hope that if this is the plan that. They do the angle with McAfee. They have Vince McMahon show up on Friday Night Smackdown, and then they announce that the match is happening Friday night. Start advertising it. Get out ahead of this thing. I don't know where ticket sales are at right now, but if you're still trying to push through over to your final threshold, you don't have to fill up all of it, right, because of the stage and everything, so they're probably trying to sell 70%. So really, it's like 70,000 seats each night, even though they'll say they sold 120,000. But get out ahead of it do your shtick, whatever, I fully expect this to be Austin Theory spot. Exactly what you laid out. It may be Vince versus Pat McAfee, but in all honesty, this, this should be the spot for Austin Theory. This, this should be, because that's what I would like to see more of at WrestleMania. I understand like you got to bring out the stars, and you got to pack it, and it's a spectacle, and this, that, and the other thing, but man, I'd like to see some of these younger guys get a spot get a chance to shine on the big stage and Austin theory, you know, he has his, he has his haters. He has the people who like him. I like what he does in the ring. I thought he had arguably the best spot of the whole damn night at elimination chamber or the whole damn afternoon at the elimination chamber. He was outside of Brock Lesnar, the star of that match because he was the only one that had a chance to shine. This is the guy that you've been building up. He's one of the guys that they have actually been invested in. It started with a stupid egg. Nobody knows what the hell Vince and him are talking about backstage, but you're trying to do something with him. So I think this is the spot for him. No one's going to care if you advertise Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee is going to get people talking and get people into the door, and then you can showcase Austin Theory. I think Theory is going to play out exactly the way that you you laid out. Theory is going to do most of the damn damage. Vince will probably get the pinfall win over Pat McAfee to take him to O and three in WWE. And yeah, people are going to criticize Vince won't care.
0: He, no, nah, he's not going to care. I would have done Vince and Austin theory versus Pat McAfee and Braun breaker. You, you could kill, you could, do, you could put over two young guys in one stone, but I, I kind of feel like, Maybe that uh, what the what was this gonna be? Was this gonna be Shane McMahon versus Pat McAfee? Was this gonna be Shane versus Austin Theory? Like, I want to know what was, what was the thought process and everything. I guess we gotta wait till Pat se- uh, accidentally mentions it on his
1: podcast because you know he will. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm honestly I'm think part of me is thinking like this was something that Pat maybe came up with. Like he, he was like, Hey, we need a spot on the card. I'll do something. You know, I'm stupid. I'll, I'll do, we could do kind of an angle. This seems like something that Pat would come up with in order to, just to get Vince on his dang show. Cause he knows a lot of people are going to watch. So it's going to be win-win for him, no matter what, or maybe Vince is just seeing Pat McAfee fricking blow up, saw how well the Brock Lesnar interview went and said, all right, let's put the mouse on the gerbil. See what, uh, or put the put the mouse on the gerbil. Put the gerbil on the wheel. That's what I meant to say. And let it spin and see what we cook up with. And we'll all find out this Thursday uh, when um when that interview goes down and however this match gets set up. But I don't think it's going to happen. I
0: got it. Vince and Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee and Shinsuke Nakamura. So Pat can finally Ooh, come yes. make his entrance to the guitar to to Boone oh, playing the man. guitar.
1: And it would get Nakamura on the show. Exactly, exactly. It would win for everybody, and then Vince would pin Nakamura to win the match. And, and
0: WWE uh, greater than New Japan. That's what he's saying in his
1: mind. Sign it up, baby. Sign it up. Be better than what Nakamura had going on at Summerslam. Remember when he won the Intercontinental Championship, had the dance party down in the ring, and then left. Yes. We were all baffled in the that, new in in the in the press box.
0: That was still a better segment than the new day and Miz and Morrison with the uh sprinklers or the water guns or whatever. Hey, it those
1: was. were the yeah. drip sticks. Isn't yeah, that what whatever. it was called? It was a drip whatever. stick. I don't
0: I don't I don't care. <laughs> that was that isn't Nakamura coming down and, and Pat McAfee ran away really dancing was much better.
1: You're not wrong. So we could have 76-year-old Vince McMahon on the card. We could have 57-year-old Stone Cold Steve Austin. On the card, we're gonna have Logan Paul on the card, and apparently, we're gonna have Johnny Knoxville challenging for the Intercontinental Championship. Number two on the five count. You got a problem with uh Do you have an issue, SP three, with Johnny Knoxville challenging for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania?
0: No, because this is the only way the Intercontinental title is getting on WrestleMania. I can't, I can't get mad at Johnny Knoxville because. He's actually been getting over with the fans. The fans genuinely like him. He gets a huge reaction. The theme song to Jackass is like the perfect wrestling theme. And him and Johnny Gar... Johnny, I mean, uh, Sami Zayn have very good chemistry with one another. Kim- Sami Zayn plays the perfect foil. He's annoying. The fans want to see him get beat up. And they're willing to have someone that literally looks like he could never beat up. Even someone like Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville do it. So I have no issues.
1: I like Johnny Knoxville. I love Johnny Knoxville. I think he's, he's taken to WWE like a duck to water. He even throws a pretty good strike. That elbow that he landed on AJ Styles in the Royal Rumble was sweet. All right. He, he, yeah, he, 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 he hits it nice and tight. All right. Nice and tight. Look good. Uh, sold the second haluba kick really well. Uh, on on Friday, although I don't think it should have taken two to take him down. Maybe he kind of well, to be the fair. Fight. To
0: be fair, Sammy missed the first one. He and, did miss the first and, one, yeah. and it looked it looked to me like Johnny Johnny Knoxville was the one that made that call to do
1: another one. And then the second one, he ate that some bitch, and he will probably eat another one at WrestleMania. I fully expect Sammy Zayn uh, to win this match. I have no problem whatsoever with this in a bubble, right? My Issue is the Intercontinental Championship. My issue is the fact that they felt the need to take the Intercontinental Championship off of Shinsuke Nakamura. By the way, there are two nights to WrestleMania. There are two of them. They felt the need to take the Intercontinental Championship off of Shinsuke Nakamura instead of actually building a program for this belt and put it on Knoxville and put it in the Sami Zayn Knoxville matchup. Why they felt the need to do that, I don't know. But like, This is all part of the bigger issue with WWE and the fact that they have spent more time and more story time with Johnny Knoxville than they have Shinsuke Nakamura, a guy who is one of the best wrestlers on the planet and should have a prime spot on the WrestleMania card and right now may not even get on the WrestleMania card unless, like you just said, he's the one eating the pinfall to Vince McMahon in a tag team match that probably won't even happen anyway. It won't. I, I don't have a problem thing. with this in a bubble, but like this is a championship that should that should mean something and did at one point. And now we could have Johnny Knoxville win it at WrestleMania? They, it, I, I understand this is like a showcase and it's supposed to mix a, a little bit of everything and you're bringing in the casuals, but it's like they're spending a lot of time. They spend a lot of time on WrestleMania building these storylines around people who aren't going to be here at the end of April. And it's part of the bigger problem in WWE. Are we not realizing that this is what the
0: WWE has done for 38 different WrestleManias? Like, literally, the first, I'm just saying, the very first WrestleMania had Mr. T in the main event. WrestleMania 11 was headlined by Lawrence Taylor. Sure, WrestleMania Twenty three was booked around Donald Trump. WrestleMania twenty four was booked around Floyd Money Mayweather. One of the best matches of last year's WrestleMania had Bad Bunny in it. Like, yeah, who, I think that I think that everyone just wants to be overly critical this is what wwe does and if it's getting you something that you do want rick because you are one of the people that has made complaints about the indigo title not being defended on a pay-per-view if this gets what you one thing you want why are why do we have to even mention the thing that you don't want which is the celebrity
1: winning the title let's just focus on the positive out of this instead of the negative i mean and that again i'm not arguing that you're that you're wrong I'm just saying it's a problem. It's a problem that you had the Intercontinental Championship defended at WrestleMania 37, and then you did nothing with it with Apollo Crews. Then Crews drops it to Shinsuke Nakamura, and he does nothing with it. You had two champions over the course of a year that you didn't even care enough to even book them title defenses or feuds or this, that, and the other thing, and now all of a sudden you're trying to spice up a few that doesn't need spiced up, and you're going to give it to Sami Zayn so he can defend it against Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania.
0: I, I mean, I know I've made an analogies before talking about, you know, people that I've known. So I'm just going to put this in general terms. Say if you have a girlfriend or a wife, and they're a bad cook, and you want them to get cooking lessons so they can improve their cooking, but they literally go 25 years without getting cooking lessons. Just, that's just who they are they're a bad cook like why are we making a complaint about Wwe that has been the same for two decades that's who they are let's just accept it it's not an issue anymore it's just who they are and let's work around that like I made the analogy last time my stepfather had a drinking problem that wasn't that never got solved to the day he left this earth that was who he was and that's what my sister told me when I was 16 years old and I' still until the day he passed away it was like why could he just stop drinking he wouldn't be in the hospital. no that was who he was my sister tried to help me i'm trying to help y'all and tell y'all this is who wwe is accept it
1: <sighs> well maybe yes maybe wwe will be forced to utilize that intercontinental championship a little bit more after wrestlemania because the news broke on friday night that the biggest match of all time! Bigger than Hogan and Andre, bigger than any other main event in the history of WrestleMania. Bigger, bigger than Rock and years, Austin. You should bigger than that. Rock and Austin. That's, that's a debate maybe we can have later on <laughs> later on this week if we're running a little light. But the biggest match just got bigger. As this is going to be. Hang on, let's uh let me pull up the graphic that they used on Friday. Look at all these words. Biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Winner take all championship unification match. That is the key word. Unification match at WrestleMania 38, the universal and WWE championship to become one. SB three. You good with this? Yeah, I'm perfectly
0: fine with it because WWE we has wanted to put one they have been pushing one major star above all everyone else like brock lesnar has come back and has given us two mega stars but there's been one guy it's been roman reigns and this is something that they flirted with last fall when roman was showing up on raw and having matches with the new day having a three-way with bobby lashley and big e this is something that they flirted with they didn't want to do it then they wanted to save it for WrestleMania, because this is the first time since Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan that two major championships will be on the line in the main event of WrestleMania. So I'm perfectly fine with this. They need one rotating champion, like how the brand split started when Raw was one roster and SmackDown was one roster. The undisputed champion can go on both shows. That's what they need to go back to. So I'm fine with this.
1: I am good with this. If big if. All right, I actually got a list. You ready? <clears throat> Number oh, 5. Oh god, what are what are we listing? <laughs> I am good with this if they are able to follow through on the following. 1, unifying the women's championships and the tag team titles as well because it does not make tag team titles whatever, but unify but having one one men's world title and two women's world titles does not make a damn bit of sense. Unify them all, make them floating championships. 2, elevate the use of the u.s and ic titles making them the titles on raw right you have your floating champion so your raw championship your main solo raw title will be the u.s championship same for the ic title uh, over on smackdown and number three i'm not saying you got to do it right away but you create a problem with unifying the women's championships because You're only going to be rotating around the same five women. It's going to be maybe six. It's going to be impossible for anybody to crack that world title run, right? A secondary women's singles title somewhere down the line. Don't have to do it right away, but make a secondary women's championship down the line for the the lower card. If they follow through on all that and make all of this make sense, yeah, I'm good with it, but they're not going to do that. You know what they're going to do? SP3. They're going to let Roman Reigns be the solo champion for about five months, realize they don't like it, and then they're going to reintroduce the Universal Championship for SummerSlam. That is exactly what they are going to do. I guarantee you there are no long-term plans for this. This is just them trying to make this match as big as possible and then worrying about the next day later. They, they're not worried about using this as one floating guy. They're not worried about anything else. They just want to be able to make this match the biggest and put the most stakes on this as possible. It's either that or they don't have enough guys on the roster right now that they want to push in the main event scene. Not that they can't be in the main event scene, but guys that they they don't want or actively aren't choosing to elevate to that spot because they've already run out of dudes for Roman Reigns to, to defend one belt against. Now they're sitting there trying to come up with guys who are going to wrestle in for two belts and they can't come up with enough people. So they're like, screw it. We'll just single it down to one title until Roman Reigns doesn't have it anymore. And then we'll bring the other belt back.
0: All, all of what you said until the last few seconds made no sense at all to me. Um, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I wear my Vince hat when i when I think about WWE and when, oh, that's why I've mentioned the first brand split. Because when the first brand split happened, there was one rotating champion, the Undisputed Mm -hmm. Champion. One show had the Women's Championship. The other show didn't even have Women's Wrestling. That show had tag team titles. The other show didn't even have tag team titles, didn't have tag team wrestling. What most people wanted was for each show to have a Women's and tag team titles and then have one major champion that's what they wanted and that's what works that would have worked then and it will work now unifying the woman's title like you said has a huge glaring problem sure. the wwe in the universal championship just getting a shot at a unified world title is going to elevate somebody we aj styles getting a shot at roman reigns on monday night raw for a month and having a great match is going to put him in a better position than what he is right now if roman reigns decides he wants to give a shot of this unified title to ricochet that's going to elevate ricochet uh, you know we can't we can't count on wwe on what they're going to do after that but Correct. the unifying title helps out the main event scene and it will pull some people up unified title for the woman's title does nothing but just satisfy your your you not understanding that yes they can unify their world title it's not just a men's championship the Just the men's championship is the U.S. in the Intercontinental title. This is the world title. This is the most important. Regardless of how WWE Our- wants to kill, and I'm just going to be honest with you, they don't care that much about the women's titles like they do the WWE and Universal Championship. So let's not try to m- pretend like the WWE is a company that views the woman on the same level as the men. They don't. So let's stop trying to act like they do, and let's go by what they are. No, I'm that's not. I'm I've not going to do that. To because I'm, not,
1: I'm not. I'm not going to do that because they should view the women as the same level as the but men. They because they but they don't. But they you should, can, and I'm going to fight for that change. You can't go have and one fight. that's the you biggest. That is the biggest difference. That is the biggest difference between what you said when the brand split started, now back then, and what's going on right now. The women are on the same level as the men or they should be treated that way us not to them let's not make any sense that you should have and again i'm looking at it from what should be from what should be in wwe's eyes you should have one world champion for each brand if that's what you're going to do what you're saying to your audience is we don't care as much about the women's division if you just let them go ahead and have two ra- words, I'd rather about- them be
0: honest with all you foolish fans that try to convince yourself otherwise. I know this company, I've been watching this company for my entire life. They do not care about the women as much as the as the men. You can hope and pray for them too, but let's keep the energy that they give us. They don't pretend like they care about the women as much as the men. They throw y'all a couple of WrestleMania main events. That should be good enough in their minds. Unifying the world title solves the issue with their entire main event scene. Unifying the women's title causes a big issue for the whole women's division. That's the
1: biggest difference. Don't have a whole lot more time to get into this. We could spend another 20 minutes uh, going back and forth on this. sp 3 tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start off your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It is also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. It's only one gram of sugar no chemicals or artificial anything reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it is one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it one scoop uh to make it even easier athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and three or excuse me five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com believe that is b-l-e-a-v Again, athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. Moving on real quick, a couple of quick ones because I know you want to get to euphoria. Very randomly, very uh, abruptly, we have a new addition. We should applaud WWE, honestly, because in one episode of Friday Night Smackdown, they doubled the amount of tag teams in their women's division. We now have two. We have two, ladies and gentlemen. Sasha Banks and Naomi are going for the tag team titles at WrestleMania. So I will ask you, SP3, long-term thing or just trying to get them on the card. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is a serious question. It's yes. definitely they're just trying to get them on the card. They haven't acknowledged this tag team in the seven years since they teamed <laughs> up with each other. They haven't acknowledged the women's tag team title since they split up all the tag teams. So, this actually <laughs> gets them to acknowledge that and team bad. I'm for it, but they are just trying to get them on the card.
1: I think it's a bit of both because I think they're going to win. I think as of this moment, I would put. Naomi and Sasha Banks over on Carmella and and Queen Zelina which sucks for them because they have fallen into the same trap that Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. did when they won the damn tag team titles and then everybody was split up and what they spent months doing they spent months watching John Morrison stretch backstage and meditate then he was let go. And then all of a sudden they threw them up against their first competitors in months. And Queen Zelina and Carmella they lost the tag team titles. And then they split up, leaving Carmella and Queen Zelina doing nothing, nothing. The last time we saw them, they were at the Broga party. Mm-hmm. They, I can't even remember the last time they wrestled. Nah, to be, I, I know well. they have. I know they have. But I couldn't tell you what Raw it's been on. I think there were singles matches. But, I think one of them versus Rhea Ripley or something. I'll tell you what, they I can't tell you the last time they won a match. Mm-hmm. can't tell you the last time they won a damn match. So I think this is actually going to be a bit of both. Uh, it'll be Sasha and Naomi who win the, the championships at WrestleMania. And then, I don't know, maybe they might have to start thinking about forming another couple of tag teams. Come on, we,
0: we know how this is going to end. Sasha Banks going to turn on Naomi because Sasha Banks always turns on a tag team partner. I don't know who's turned on more tag team partners, Sasha Banks or Kevin Owens.
1: That's another topic for another day. Uh, This is also a a big, another big Wednesday coming up. Another big uh, announcement has been teased by Tony Khan. We'll ask this question now, because who knows what's going to get reported Monday, Tuesday, or or Wednesday before (laughs) any damn guesses on what Tony Khan's big announcement is going to be this Wednesday.
0: So the biggest guesses that I got and, and that's based on what the information that he's told us about the announcement uh you know the video that came out where he was like I want to say the announcement I want to say it's on Wednesday but I've signed NDA. So NDAs being involved makes me think it's one of two things. It's not another signing because I don't think it's worthy of the hype and saying that it's on the level of the first dance. There's no one that's going to be on the level of CM Punk coming to AEW right now of the current people available. I think it's either A co-promotional event with New Japan Pro Wrestling and maybe Impact Wrestling, maybe even Ring of Honor, GCW. Might be like a whole One Worlds Collide Part 2 in 2022 or next year, who knows. Or AEW to HBO Max or to a streaming service. And it's going to be a hand-in-hand announcement where they not only announce that, they announce that they purchase the ROH tape library. I think one of those two announcements are worthy of the hype. And will be will basically be worth all of this hype and meet the expectations of the fans.
1: And and honestly, if I'm selfishly, I'm rooting for the streaming service. Uh I, I think that that is honestly where AEW really falls behind WWE is the fact that I can watch, if I wasn't going to Dallas, I could watch both nights of WrestleMania for ten bucks. Whereas AEW Revolution is gonna cost me what, sixty? Fifty. 50 50 60 whatever it is so and i get it that they only have you know their quarterly pay-per-views but man having your own streaming service it it opens you up to do a lot of good things you could dive into the documentary section which wwe does a fantastic job of you could do uh streaming only specials you could actually put dark and dark elevation up on hbo max which i think would give you a better audience maybe than or you know you could still do youtube as well but it just gives you a lot more uh avenues to kind of grow your brand and get more people to watch your bigger shows. Cause a lot of people don't want to shell out 50 bucks for a pay-per-view, no matter who's on the damn card.
0: Those Just are both me. very true. I do agree, but I mean, AEW has been doing good on pay-per-views. So yeah. like they, they, yeah. they really, uh, surprised a lot of people in the wrestling industry that thought what pay-per-views were dead and aew have seen their pay-per-views rise especially last year so i wouldn't be opposed to them continuing on pay-per-view maybe just putting their their backlog on HBO max and maybe doing something like going to like a espn plus where they do like the oh, you're a member for $20 a month? You only pay $20 for the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Something like that, I think, would be a better model because they are getting people to spend money on pay-per-view. It's not a WWE situation they were in in 2014 when their pay-per-views drastically dropped before they they got to the WWE network. It's a totally different side of the spectrum where AEW's pay-per-view business is growing. It seems like it would be the wrong time to put all their pay-per-views on HBO Max for $8.99 a month.
1: We'll see. Uh, a couple of quick ones here for the road. Congratulations to Kayla Sparks appearing on both SmackDown and Rampage Friday night, uh, pulling the pulling the the Rick Rude. Uh so good uh, that has to be a first, right? Somebody who was on SmackDown and Rampage on the first on the on the same night. That's she's got to be the first one. She'll be uh she'll be an answer to a trivia question uh, real soon. And one final one for the road. SB3, who walks out as your United States Champion tonight? Is it Finn Balor or does Damian Priest retain? I think
0: it's going to be Damian Priest. I hope it's Finn Balor. Finn Balor desperately needs a win, an yeah. important win, and I feel like this would set things up for these two guys to verse each other again at WrestleMania. So I hope it's Finn Balor. I think it's going to be
1: Damian Priest. I'm the exact opposite. Like, I want Finn to get a win, but I'm – I'm so worried about the booking of Damian Priest that him losing the United States Championship, I think seals his fate. Is like he's not going to get on the WrestleMania card. I feel better that he's going to get on it as long as he has the title. But I do think Finn Balor uh, wins tonight. We really appreciate you guys who have. uh... I
0: think he. I think he still gets. Not not to interrupt you, but I think he still gets on the WrestleMania card. I think him losing probably means he turns heel though before Mania.
1: Officially, like officially, officially, like we just get full on Damian. Okay, that pick one. Just pick one, all right? Cause this this two-sided shit, it ain't, it ain't working for a lot of people. I'm telling you right now. Uh, again, why did they change He was so damn cool. Like, why did they ruin him? God damn it. Anyway, uh, we appreciate you guys listening to the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Like, share, subscribe, check out my pinned tweet on Twitter at Rick Ucino. Chance to win $50 to shop AEW only. Less than a week. Less than a week to register. So check that out. We appreciate you guys. Go enjoy Euphoria, yes, son of a. Anyway, maybe I'll check that out. We appreciate everybody. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 7 a.m. Tuesday. That's when we're going to be available wherever podcasts are available and on the uh, Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast YouTube channel. This has all been brought to you by Bet Online.